0: Section 11 of Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 1, November 4th, 1879. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anusha Ayer, Mumbai. Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 1, November 4th, 1879. Our Post Office Box. To our young friends. As we cannot expect to receive letters from you until you have been notified of the existence of our Post Office Box, we open the correspondence by writing to you and asking you to think of us in the future. We should like to hear from you upon any subject which may interest you. If you have any questions to ask regarding your studies or your reading, we shall take great pleasure in advising you or should you desire any information which you cannot obtain from books within your reach we will do our best to aid you we shall also be glad to hear about your sports your pets or about any curious thing in nature which may come under your observation you must bear in mind that your communications must be very brief because there are so many of you that we cannot give a great deal of space to any one we will endeavor to be kind and attentive to each and all alike it is very easy in these times to send letters in uncle sam's big mailbag, and when you write on your neat delicate note-paper and put the pretty postage stamp on the right-hand corner of the envelope Perhaps you never think of the way your great-grandparents went to work when they wanted to send a letter. First they took a very large square sheet of coarse blue paper, or, if they were young ladies and fancy-minded, one with a bright tint of pink or yellow. As postage was high, when they had written the pages full straight across, they would turn the sheet sideways and write at right angles to the other lines and then cornerwise, perhaps, with different coloured ink. There were no envelopes in those days, and the sheets had to be ingeniously folded so that no curious postmaster could pry into family secrets. There was always a portion of the last page left blank, to form the outside of the letter, which, after being folded and directed, was sealed with a big red wafer. It was then ready to be started off the next time the stagecoach came through the town, for there were no railroads in those days, and often the mailbag was carried miles and miles on horseback through wild regions where now the steam engine whirls along with its long train of cars. It was not necessary in those days to prepay the postage, which was much dearer than it is now. There were no postage stamps, and big figures were written or stamped on the outside of the letter to denote the cost of transportation. In those times, it often took weeks to send a letter to places where now only a day is required. Do any of you know the name of the man who first thought of the great benefit cheap postage would be to the world? And can you tell something about the great work he accomplished in that direction, and when and where he died? Our post office box is now open for your contributions, which we trust will be neatly and correctly written, because an editor's eyes have a great deal of important work to do, and ought not to be employed in deciphering illegible writing. Trusting that our acquaintance may be pleasant and lasting, the editor bids you welcome to the pages of Harper's Young People. End of section 11. Recording by Anusha Ayer, Mumbai.